Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on sofas, dining furniture, beds, home accessories and so much more. Right, let's move on. Something else. Started off with a bang on Tuesday. Um, a lot of students coming back, a lot of cars. Seems to be extra amounts of people in houses, maybe because of the lack of accommodation. Um, and it was a huge party. Now, people told me that there was 2,000 people on the street in College Court um, on Tuesday night. And judging by the amount of rubbish and broken glass and bottles and cans and papers around the street the following morning, I'd say they could probably have been right. Apparently the guards were called uh, numerous times, um, but they just said they couldn't come out because they were dealing with other incidents. But they got no response. A lot of people couldn't get their, get sleep. These are residential estates. Not just College Court, Milford Grange, uh, Ellen Park. All of these estates, there's working people living there. and There's people with young children. There's retired people. Um, following morning, some people couldn't get their cars out. They were blocked in by cars. Had to call taxis um, to get to work. and Had to ring their boss to say they were going to be late. Speaking to people who were doing building down there, couldn't get vehicles in. Um, you'd be afraid to drive on the road in parts of some of these days with the amount of glass. Cycling is nearly impossible to cycle on. Kids certainly would have great difficulty cycling to school. You'd be afraid to leave your children out with the amount of glass around the place. It was Green Councillor Sean Hartigan earlier in the year on this show talking about one of the incidents of antisocial behaviour involving students in the Castle Troy area. And since then, some resident groups have come together to campaign uh, to all of those who might be relevant here about the need for a resolution to the problem in the medium and long term. And Anne Sheehan has been on the show before and joins us again this morning. Hi, Anne. Hi, Joe. How are you? So have you been making progress since we last chatted about this? Um, yeah, there's been slow but steady progress. Um, just in follow-up to the article um, there, we had a similar situation Christmas Day there just two weeks ago, um, where again, there were thousands of students out um, around College Court following the events that uh, that we had in town. Um, now, it wasn't to the extent that there was earlier um, in the year, there's probably about a thousand students, the community guards estimated, um, and basically just around the green areas, uh, partying, um, uh, you know, lots of antisocial behaviour. But the community guards were very much uh, to hand this time. There was a number of ASBOs and all that um, issued. So, and just to um, explain, when you say the Christmas days, you mean the student Christmas events in November? The student Christmas yes. events in November, yeah. And you had it in, in, in on your show about, you know, the the number of students that were um, at events in town and of course we had the spillover of that out here in College Court afterwards um, and so it was at, at the last meeting with, with UL what we were asking them is to, to try and have some of these unorganised events to have them on campus rather than off campus uh, because it's this these unorganised events, whether it's um, Freshers' Week, whether it's Return to Campus, whether it's Christmas Days, um, these these events um, they're not controlled, um, and it it does make me wonder when you know we were at the community liaison meeting last week. It was only two days before these events that anybody in UL seemed to know that the students had organised these events. 
So there seems to be a real disconnect between and, and what's UN management res- itself. What's the response are you getting from the University of Limerick? So you're suggesting do them on campus but in a controlled environment. In a controlled way, yes, yes. So so in fairness, they said they will consider that um, and they, they will put it to their management and they will consider that because, you know, in fairness, I, despite what it may sound like, I do have a lot of empathy for students, particularly around COVID, where they are trying to socialise and there is no organised events. So if there was marquees or whatever on campus where the students could socialise, but in a controlled environment where there's, you know, a lot more security um, and a lot more supervision of the events, so they said they'd put that to their board. The um, Students' Union rec- um, welcomed doing that as well. And, and we think that, you know, that that might be a good in- okay. interim measure. So yeah. you're seeing um, some movement on this. Um, yes. What does UL need to do next? Well, I, I think what UL near clearly needs to do is first of all accept that they do have a responsibility for students off campus um, I think there in your previous article with uh, Daniel Butler you were talking about the positive engagement with you know with the Limerick citizens um, and that's all very well and good but they have neighbours at, the, at their boundary and they need to consider the impact of their students on the lived experience of residents around, uh, around the University of Limerick um, and really, until that changes, we can have all the, you know, infrastructure, whatever, put in place. But it, it, it's that perspective that has to change. And particularly, you know, you look again at the city campus coming in and the plans to expand across to Clare. Um, you really need to take on board that they do have an impact on their residents, on, on the local area. And to say, look, we are going to go ahead with a code of conduct. We are going to say that we will be responsible for how students, um, to a certain extent, behave off campus. No, um, the residents um, living near the University of Limerick, and Sheehan, of which you're part, uh, including College yes. Court, Elm Park, Hazelwood, Milford Grange and Oaklawns. I mean, you've yes. expressed your appreciation in a statement to the Gardaí and the yes. City and County Councils for the operation and enforcement team's work in the area yeah. since the return of yeah. UL students for the academic year. In terms yeah. of UL itself, um, the code of conduct in line with what you've seen as best practice at University College Cork, um, heavier fines, um, a sense among students that there will be sanctions um, up to and including suspensions and expulsions for breaches of the university code of behaviour. Is that beginning to roll out? It, it's beginning to be, uh, there's an expression, thinking about thinking. Um, they have accepted that, yes, these things do need to come in place. But um, the first step for that is the appointment of a community liaison officer. Um, hopefully that will be done sometime between Christmas and the New Year. And then all these other initiatives then will will kick in. So I suppose that's why we're cautiously optimistic. We do see, um, you know, I suppose uh, a movement in terms of, yes, we do need to do these things. But I suppose from a resident's perspective, we would just like to see things move move quicker. Uh, Are the student patrols still happening? Uh, No, no. They stopped um, about week five, week six. Um, and also the uh, the funding of the Gardaí has stopped as well. Uh, 
as far as as far as I know, that, that's my understanding that the the community guards now are just um, working off their normal resources, which right. which they would have. The, for this the was area. where the University of Limerick paid for extra guard patrols in the vicinity. Yes, yeah. So so that that was for five or six weeks, um, and but now the uh, the community guards are doing it from their from their own resources. Um, uh, and, and, and you're also interestingly looking for an independent impact study of the effect yes. of the overflow of student population into the neighbouring community, which, to be honest, as you well know, has been happening for decades. Yes, yeah. And, and the reason we're just asking for something independent is that, you know, we don't want it to be seen as, look, we're residents that, that are anti-UL. Um, we, we appreciate everything that, that UL is bringing to Limerick and to the city. But sometimes we just feel that there is a disconnect, you know, between... What's happening in in the university and what's happening off campus, and we think by looking at it independently, it's not seen as you know here are the residents giving out again. Um, yeah, well, since you should say that because you know, like lots of people around Limerick, I use that campus pretty regularly. You know, for walking yes, at the weekends yes. or sporting activity or, or whatever. No one is denying that having the university where it is is not overall a massive boon to not only Castle Troy but to all of Limerick City and the region. Yeah, absolutely. And but but what we're saying is that you know, that that campus has to be available to the students for their social activities as well. Is that it's not that look students you can go off campus, do what you like in College Court and Park, Milford Grange. Just don't do this on campus. Um and um even and, if and the can students, I ask you this yeah. From what you know, and I know you've discussed it with residents in Cork as well. Yeah, it, has what's been done by UCC worked? Um, they would say not a hundred percent, and nobody would say that that's a hundred percent solution. But I think that if everybody works together, we can drive towards a solution, and that's why UCC are saying as well. Is, look, we need to have a national strategy on this. It's not just UL, and it's not just UCC. It's the impact of all the university and all the student um, communities uh, in in the residential areas. Um, um, and, and finally, Anne, you know, this is the very first time I can remember on the 1st of December having a conversation with somebody like you about student issues. This normally occurs, you know, at the start of the term and then maybe somewhere later on. It yeah. clearly is an indication that you are very serious about keeping this on the agenda. Uh, absolutely. Um, and as you say, it's these, it's the unofficial um, events that are happening. And it's just unbelievable that, you know, the issues you had on for the last two weeks about Christmas days. The UL logo was all over the advertising for those events on Facebook. Um, but yet UL feel they had nothing got to do with it. And to be fair to them, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, like the, mm-hmm. it, it, logos can be transposed in all sorts of ways onto posters and Facebook, Ab- you know, absolutely. Stuff, which, which may Ab- not have anything to do with you, you well officially. But anyway, listen, thank you, Anne Sheehan, for raising that again. We, we are obviously going to stay with it as well, continue to talk to you, to the UL authorities, and see if some of the progress you've talked about uh, can be carried into uh, the new year of 2022. Thank you, Anne. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Harvey Norman Black Friday sale. Offering the best deals on sofas, dining furniture, beds, home accessories and so much more.